You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I clean up so well. Yeah, as you were not afraid to say. <laughs> it's true. I don't take out. a lot of time uh, to put myself together fully. A lot of the time, I usually... No, I like, know. I see you every day. I'm you well see me aware every day. that you like, don't take time to put yourself together. <laughs> oh, thanks, dick. <laughs> well, I'm saying today is one of those days that I have not I have not showered yet today. I do not care what I look like when I come to the studio. However, when I do take like a good like 45 minutes to like you know spackle myself up, I can take a pretty good picture sometimes. Took some pretty good pictures. Mm-hmm. We did do some pictures yesterday. Hello, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Still, and thank you everyone for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, we broadcast here from Portland, Oregon, five days a week, live, and then Portland, podcast Oregon, available afterwards. And it's the most beautiful time of the year in Portland, Oregon. It's gorgeous, golden fall, and it's crisp and sunny, and it's gross. Can I tell honestly. you guys one of the? There's so many right, annoying. Let's just say this. We, we have tons Let's of things this, that we're yes. going to be getting to today. We are starting the show just a little bit early because of uh, some things that we'll talk about here in just a little bit. If you're listening live, we're going about uh, about an hour early than we normally do. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to get to. However, Sarah apparently has some kind of issue she wants to bring. I do. It's so beautiful outside. And I do want to ask, Greg is a very special young man. Okay, what is this you're going to talk about? Uh, what I'm going to say is, my is intelligence, the fact, how no, I've not that. Been able to single-handedly. You, Greg Nibbler, are the one person that I have ever met in my entire life that hates the season of fall. You think it's like everyone yeah. else loves fall. It's beautiful. Like no. it's like the changing of the leaves, you know, all sorts of like pumpkin smells and scarves and Hats and winter coats and, you know, uh, like the crisp breeze. No. Leaves crunching on the ground. No. But you absolutely hate it. I, I really do. So here in Oregon, there we do get four seasons, although it rains throughout three of them, you know, and sometimes even through summer. But there is a difference between summer, fall, winter's really gross. Yeah, winter's um, gross. I'll give you that. But fall is a beautiful golden bridge. The fall is between one of the, the summer and the fall winter. is probably the worst season of the year because here, <laughs> let me tell you why fall is not good. And I'm, I know I am completely, probably mostly on my own here, um, just because I know a lot of people here don't. I'm agree looking. With me on Tristan this. agrees with you. Good. But you guys are very similar. You guys are both like curmudgeons in your own way. I could see Tristan. No, we like the nice fall weather too. and being outside and having fun. I'm, the fall allows none of those things. Okay. So, well, do you, let me ask you this. You hate the fall. Do you hate the winter? No, because there's always the chance of snow, and I can oh go up to God. the mountain. If I, if I want to go up to the mountain, then there's going to be snow up there. Right now, there's not enough snow on the mountain, so I can't, I can't go up skiing, although soon I will be, will be able to, but... Not yet. I still got to wait for another couple months. Well, Greg, you know what? If you want to go skiing, this uh, you know, uh, as it comes up, if you want an affordable way to do that, you should totally go to Next Adventure this weekend. Oh well, that's a good idea because I mean, I do need to gear up for for the winter. You sure do. Up to eighty percent off. I mean, they're having their fall warehouse clearance sale. Well, and now is actually the best time to do it because yeah. then I'm going to be ready once the winter actually does come and we get some snow. You which, don't want to be scrambling. No, and I can get a really good deal right now. That's true because you don't want to pay you know full price for something that you can get an amazing discount at right now. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you want to go visit Next Adventure this weekend, it's happening on Saturday and Sunday, Greg, in case you want to know this. And that's at Southeast Stark and Grand? It sure is. It sure is. Southeast uh, Stark and Grand and then also Southeast 7th and Washington where you can go to the paddle store and you can get all of your boating needs taken care of. Oh, I have a story about paddling actually coming up okay. in Ball Talk. Um, seriously, I am going to the next adventure this weekend. All right. No. Oh, I, I know. I, I need to get, I need I'm to get my body. I need a new but, winter coat. 
That's okay. what I'm going well, to yeah, get. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good place to go get it. So, okay, let me explain then. Here are the things about fall. <laughs> I've got list. I've thought this thing through. You're weird. No, here, I, I will explain. So, fall, A, it starts getting cold. That sucks. I don't like that part. I like warm weather. I like the nice, nice warm summer. Um, So that's bad. It starts raining all the time and it's drizzly and it's depressing outside. And then I start realizing, oh, summer is going away. It's going to be gone for nine more months. And I get to witness gray, cloudy skies. And that's going to be my life from now on. This is my life now. This is my life. It's depressing outside every day. Oh, boy. This is going to be neat. Also, school starts back up. I live near a school. That means now I have all... all now you have little, no parking. I have no parking and shit apples are running around all over my streets. Well, you live next door to grown-up shit apples, so I Go, mean... Oh, but it's a different kind of shit apple. Uh, continuing on. Also, all the leaves start falling down, and when you own a home with a yard with an exorbitant amount of trees that happen to be on it, but you they're too big, I can't cut them down, mm-hmm. um, your yard gets covered in leaves, and then it turns your backyard into a mud pit, and then you have to deal with the leaves. So all of this has to do with your house. Basically, it's not that you hate fall. Continuing it's on hate, with fall. You hate your house in the fall. I have my fire in the fall. I uh, when, when my apartment burned, I am... <laughs> perhaps some wifely things uh, in the <laughs> fall that <laughs> yeah. also happened in the fall. Fall's just not So you good just have me. bad memories associated. I have dread of fall. Other than Halloween, I, I dread fall. Halloween and Thanksgiving are great. How can you great. dread a season? Oh, because it's just gross outside. Well, you know what I hate? I don't like the spring. I hate the spring. Really? Why? Because it makes me depressed. Because it too reminds me, uh, like about around like February or March. Yeah, I get. I totally get seasonal depression around then. I don't know why. I think it's maybe maybe two because I have bad memories associated with that time of okay. the year. All right. Yeah, but I don't like the spring. Okay. Because it's still all mucky from the winter, and then like you know, there's some stuff blooming, but you know, like you get like these little like teeny hints of sun, but they're really just bullshit sun because the sun's not coming. The sun's not coming for like three months. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just bullshit sun. But whereas during the fall, you get to see all like the sun reflecting on the golden leaves, and it's crisp outside. And everyone's walking around all cute in their you know their fall clothes. I don't mind fall clothes. Fall clothes are kind of nice. Yeah. See, I've told you, I'm winter hot. I'm fall and winter hot. Yeah. The more of my body that I cover up, the better I look. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as good is looking. Is that a thing? This is a fact. My sister and I have actually talked about. We've had long conversations about this. How, how Heather and I are both winter hot. Okay. Because the more of our bodies, the more of my body that I cover, I feel like the better looking I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving to the imagination type of thing. I think so. I think my body is best left to the imagination. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's all bundled up in coats and hats and stuff. Because in the summer, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm pasty. I'm an Irish girl. Like I just, I, you know, I've never been like a little sun baby. I'm not. I'm not so good with the exposed skin. Very well. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> but what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, so besides this fall issue, uh, we did a fantastic photo shoot for Fun Employment Radio yesterday, and uh, we can't, we don't have them yet to show you guys, but we're going to be doing, let's just say there's big things happening. Big things are coming up and mm. happening with the show and the network. Big things are happening. Big things are happening. We can't reveal everything yet, but uh, we're very, very excited about some things, and a photo shoot was part of this. Mm-hmm. So um, so we actually did our photo shoot in the green room here at the Fun Employment Radio Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, <laughs> Why do you keep saying that we're located in Portland, Oregon? I don't know. I just figured to do that. And, just in case. And uh, they, I, think they, I think they came out pretty good. And yes, you did clean up fairly well. I feel that I cleaned up pretty good myself. 
I, I did put You're on welcome, a, by the way. a fancy shirt. Yes, I did take some work from Sarah. So one of the things you'll notice I when you do- I had to piece together up, his face. Because I went camping this weekend. Once again, I must explain this. I do have a cut on my nose and uh, <laughs> various scrapes and bug bites. And Sarah did some work to cover those things up. So. I did. Did you see what I had to do to my hair yesterday to get it all big and, and glorious? I did. I did see that. All right. I'm going to post the picture in the chat. So I did uh, tease the hell out of my hair for this uh, photo shoot that we did yesterday. Yes, you did. So it was big and bouffanty. What What's that saying from Dolly Parton? Oh, the higher the hair, the closer to God. You are asking me as though I would know what a quote. You've never Dolly heard Parton. that quote? No, I do not know that oh, quote. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, Greg, higher the hair, closer to God. All right. There you go. All right. Well, there we go. Well, so did the photo shoot and uh, yeah, it was so much fun. So thanks to our uh, friend Kevin who took that. We're going to see those. As soon as we get those, we'll be posting them and then doing with what we will. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All of the things that are coming. Why are you looking like you're annoyed with me? Because I'm, you are. Well, probably. Well, <laughs> so the, uh, the reason that we're broadcasting a little bit early today is because Sarah and I are both invited to a wedding today. Yes, it is Thursday. It's Thursday, September 26th. Yes. Um, and uh, I know that's... <laughs> it, is, it is a Thursday wedding. It is a Thursday wedding. It's a Thursday wedding. Thursday wedding. Um, it's on a Thursday. Yes. On a Thursday. In, in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, yes. On, on a Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> so that's, that's why we're broadcasting a little bit early today, uh, because we, we have to get ready for that. Uh, Sarah's sister and her husband are coming down as well. Yes, and Greg is nice enough to actually, since I live in a teeny tiny shoebox, we know this. Yes. We all know that I live in a shoebox. I do not have room for other human beings to stay in my apartment. So Greg has graciously... No, that wouldn't even meet a fire code, I don't think. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so Greg has graciously offered his spare bedroom, a.k.a. Fun Employment Radio Studios number one. Yes, the original Fun Employment Radio Studios. The original now, studio. Now a spare room, and uh, your sister and her her husband will be staying. They there. sure will. So. Although we totally do have to mess with her, and you have to tell her that that uh, there's no room in that room, and she has to stay in your creepy basement. You mean in the gimp room? Yeah, you should. Can we please? Can we please? When my sister gets into town, can we? Can I say like, hey, all right? So Greg's a little uh, upset about this, but you can't stay in a spare room because he had to. Um, like, I'll, I'll say like one of your roommates is moving out. Okay, something. you're gonna make. Okay, yeah. all right. So wait a minute. Now because is she afraid a, of basements? Yes, she's afraid of. She's just like me. She's okay, afraid of basements. To, she's terrified of spiders, like I am. Okay, and to explain my basement, it is. It's dark down there. It's a nice basement. It's finished. Well, kind of. Um, and. It's finished, meaning there's no dirt walls. There's uh, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> like the dirt side of Tuggy's basement, exactly. Where he his but there is a room that I call the Gimp Room, which is it's basically a hidden room. the The wall pretty much lines up exactly with the door, and it's not a normal door. So, and if you don't know where it is, you're not really going to see it. No, you don't see it. It's but creepy. it's a big room. I mean, it's it's big. It's probably twenty feet by fifteen feet, something like that. I mean, it's it's pretty big back in there, and it's no windows. And it's very enclosed. It's dug out from the dirt side of the basement. So it was dug out separate from the from the rest it of the It was like a, a grow foundation. room or something, right? I think it was. Or I a think killing that's what room. it was. One of the two. Probably both. Probably mm-hmm. a grow room and a killing room. You know, if you see the killing, there's actually a room in the basement of uh, the school in the first season of, of the killing yeah. that looks exactly like the gimp room. Yeah. Yeah, where okay. people get all murdery and stuff, I'm just saying. Well, I'm not saying that's what happens in the mm-hmm. game room. But anyway, you go back in there, there's one light switch, and it's kind of, there's some spider webs around it. So we're going, so you want me to tell her that that's where I she will, has to stay? I will, because I want to come over, so they're going to be in town, in, uh, I don't know, here in a couple hours. So I will go down, can I please set up an elaborate bed inside of the gimp, gimp room? Please, <sighs> please, please, please. You can if, <laughs> what are you going to set up? I don't know, do you have like a couple sleeping bags or something I can lay out, and then I'll roll them back up. 
I, this is worth it to me. <laughs> yeah. I want to lay out a couple sleeping bags and uh, put a couple pillows there, but kind of position it under some spider webs. <laughs> Come on. All right. Yeah. That would be the best thing. Ever. But you can't. Well, I know you, you know how to, you know, how I to do, act. but it makes me a little uncomfortable because I like your sister and her husband. Like I feel, but I feel weird. Like messing with them. Yeah. Oh, it, it's glorious. I feel weird about it just because they are staying in my house and that. The actual room they're staying in is a little dirty. No, Not but see, bad, it's going to look like an upgrade. It will look like an upgrade. That's, That's true. true. See, so why don't you show them the dungeon? And they'll be like, just kidding. And then they're going to think they're at like the Four Seasons. Right. When they go to the other room. It's just a cluttered office with floor space. Hey, that's a, all I need is a place to sleep. That's it. All right. Can we please? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is she going to believe that? Yes. She will? Well, I'll tell her because my sister's like one of the sweetest, most empathetic people ever. So I'll be uh-huh. like, hey, listen. We're, we're going to put you in Greg's spare room, like, but don't don't bring it up to him. So you're going to have to stay in the basement. Don't bring it up to him. Like, yeah. I'm going to get really mad about it. No, because you're embarrassed because you really wanted to have it cleaned out. But then one of your roommates needed the extra room to store something. All right. Well, here's the deal. Um, will you come over with when they yeah. show No, no, up? no. I'm going to come over and set it and set it up. Okay. Here's how we can do it. So what I'll do is when they show up, I'll just be kind of storming around. And be like, oh, hey, guys, uh, it's good to see you. And maybe I'll, I'll, like, storm upstairs or just be shuffling back and forth real fast like I'm all nervous about something. And then you have to tell them, when I run upstairs to my room, you you be like, okay, guys. It, I'll be like, all right, it, Greg is totally cool with you staying here. But uh, one of his roommates, I don't know, like, his girlfriend needs to move out of his house or out of her house or something. And so she has to store her stuff in the spare room. So you guys have to stay downstairs. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's all set up. It's, it's all set all, up. It's all set up. Yeah, was, build it up like it's all set up, yeah, even like, though it's going to be disgusting. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll be like, oh, it's super. I'm going to take a picture. We'll post it on the site, too. I'll take a picture of when we set it up. Okay. That is, that's fucking gold. All right. All right. All so right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, like, hey, you know, so one of uh, his roommate's girlfriend was moving in our house, and she needed a place to store her stuff, you know, in, in, in the interim. So you guys have to stay downstairs. But it's fine. It's like a, there's a room down there that you can stay in. It's totally fine. <laughs> and the room actually isn't that, well, it's creepy. It's if you're creepy as fuck. It's behind a wall panel. It's my band practice studio. That's yeah. where, that's what it is. Um. And I'm used to it now. I would totally stay down there. I don't. It wouldn't bother me at all, except for spiders. Spiders would bother me. But otherwise, it's not creepy to me. But I can understand how it's creepy to other it's people. It's terrifying, Greg. Yeah. I can understand. Because I remember not- going to that house actually before before I owned the house. I knew the previous owner, mm-hmm. and I was over there. And there was uh, one of our friends who was a girl, not a girlfriend, but a friend that was a girl. And we bet her twenty bucks that she would stay down in the gimp room for the night. And she's like, "Yeah, no problem. Whatever." I'll totally stay down there. And I actually stayed in what was what would become the Fun Employment Radio Studios, uh-huh. where, where they're actually going to be seeing. So I was sleeping on the ground in there, and I was in bed for maybe 15 minutes before I hear this doo-doo-doo-doo, and she ran in and opened the door. She's like, fuck that. I'm sleeping in here with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that room is scary. Yeah. Like, I know you're used to it, and you have, like, happy band practice memories in uh-huh. there. It's terrifying. It's behind a wall panel. Like, you can't even tell that's a room. Yeah. Something bad or illegal or both happened in that room. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it very well could have been a grow room. I think that's a, or a kill room. possibility. Yeah. Or a kill room. Well, I mean, there is, there is a drain, and there used to be a hose hooked up down there, so you could really clean out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll tell All right, them so let me, the So you'll let me do this? Yeah, I'll let you do that, but I am going to huff and puff around and then run upstairs so that way you can be like, okay, guys, let's just go down. Let's just get down there. Yeah. Let's just get your stuff downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I'm all pissed off and like, 
Oh, man. Okay, but... No, but you can't be pissed off because that's going to set a precedent for our Thursday wedding we're going to. Oh, yeah, but but I'm not actually pissed off, though. Yeah, but then what if they can't shake it? What if they, like, see you pissed off and then they think that, you know, that you're Okay, actually... I'll, just, I'll just be shuffling around like I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'll be... I'll, I'll have, like, kind of the embarrassed thing and say I'm... Like, hi, like, guys. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, good to see and you. And I'll do my squealing, like, Sarah Heather, it's so good to see you. Bye, 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 Michael. And then, like, you have to hey, run sorry, upstairs. Yeah, I'm just, I'm finishing a file real quick. I got to get upstairs. Okay. I'll be like, okay, so, yeah. All right. I got oh, it. man, this is awkward. This is going to be so awesome, but you can't fuck it up. I won't. I won't mess it up. Okay. I mean, there's not much I'm going to have to do. That's why I should go upstairs. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'll do that. Should I just take them downstairs when you're upstairs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I won't tell them that it's a joke until you get down there. No, no, no. You can because I'm going to take it too long. That's yeah, what I'm going to do. Don't take it too long. See, I, then I'm going to take it until as long as you, until you get down there. <laughs> All right. This is oh god. This sounds bad. Sounds like a seems like a bad idea. Oh, okay, it's a fantastic idea. All right. Well, we'll do that. Well, anyway, so they are down here after we're going to tell them to stay in the gimp room. Um, they're here for the wedding, Thursday wedding. Thursday wedding. <laughs> Taking place in the afternoon on Thursday. Afternoon. And uh, did, did we mention it's uh, quite a drive? It's a little, it's a little drive, After. but this is actually something I'm really excited about. It is pretty cool, but the it's place is cool. At, I'm just not looking forward to driving out there. It's out at the Roadhouse, which I'll just say where the it is. The Roadhouse? I think that's the name of it. Something like that. Okay. And... Um, but it's it's basically it's like a like a barn wedding I think a so it's barn like a country wedding? style so I is get like to the wear Saint like Paul rodeo like we could wear like cowboy hats and stuff um I think so yeah so no. you, can, you can wear Let all that check. kind of stuff and this is the thing though I thrive at these kinds of weddings these kinds of country like country style stuff because I'm the city guy but I can blend in with the country stuff so You're I'm not a little a city guy don't call yourself a city guy I don't think I'm I've a little bit country issue. and a little bit rock and roll and so I can kind okay of Donny Osmond I can kind of hang out and it's it works out fantastic for me because there's always ladies there and usually they're uh, dressing a little, a little oh, that's more true and maybe they're gonna be country like, weddings oh, dude and they're probably gonna be like all sad because their friends getting married and they're 30 something and alone uh which is ka-ching greg yeah, time that's what i'm saying you, you'd be it's, a swooper it's, it's greg city that's you, what's you gonna be happening in. there well i know uh heather's husband's gonna be driving so my sister and i are just gonna stand there and have drinks and then watch you hit on all the girls which is going to be hilarious all right That'll work. It will well, you guys can bring them in for me. I'm not going to reel in girls for you yeah. to talk to. No, because I just want to see the spectacle of you attempting to talk to girls. It's awesome. What do you, you mean? I'm really that. good at talking to girls. No, I'm not. I'm terrible. I have but if there's you... booze around. Yeah, that's when it's even worse. No, that's, that's when, when it's better. That's when you come better. up with such epic lines like, want to make out? <laughs> <laughs> Which always I've works. I've seen Greg say that to somebody before. It works. It does work, though. All right, Greg, I don't think this is quite the country bumpkin wedding that you were thinking it is what do you mean i am looking at this now there's required wedding attire there's are a dress kidding? code and it does not involve what you anything that you're talking are you about. serious there's i dress code. no honestly there's a, there's a dress code i Wait, just looked it, at this it, i just saw is this. it a country wedding or is it no not it's a not a country wedding shit what kind of dress code uh it says uh attire for the wedding please dress business casual summer dresses i have to wear a dress were you not going to wear a dress? Well, I mean, I guess I always wear dresses. I'm wearing a skirt. Can I wear a skirt if it says summer dresses? Business casual? So what? Business so casual, summer dresses. Leave the ties at home if you'd like. But absolutely, absolutely no jeans. Really? It says no jeans. No jeans? No jeans. Ah, oh, crap. But this, this isn't a barn. It's in a barn, though. I'm looking at this. It's in a barn. This changes my whole plan of what I was going to be doing. 
Yeah, so what it's are you a gonna... high-end affair. I suppose so. It's a high-end so. barn affair, which means... What's a high-end barn affair? I am a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. Oh I will still thrive here. I just have to go more on the... Uh... <sighs> Damn. I guess I've been to too many like casual-ish weddings this summer. Yeah. Where, where jeans and a nice shirt were okay. All right, so it's slacks. That's 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 fair. I can do that. That's Wait. Just, my mind's kind of kind of trying to wrap around this a little bit. Um, Business casual summer dresses. Leave the ties at home if you'd like, but no jeans. Is that like capitalized or something? Yeah. Okay. It's no jeans. No is capitalized. No jeans. Um, and yes, if you are just tuning in live right now, uh, we are doing an earlier show today, which we had announced on Facebook and Twitter. We didn't realize how early we were going to have to do it um, mm-hmm. because there is a wedding this afternoon. There so. is a wedding. And that's what we're talking about right now. <gasps> okay, Greg, let me ask you this. Speaking of the wedding, so I'm on the wedding website right now. Yes. I'm looking at this. What is a, what is a no host bar? Does that mean that they pay f- that you get drinks? No, no host. No host means it's uh, you're, you're paying for it, I think. I think that's what that means. Serious? Are you sure? That yeah, can't I'm be true. Sure. It can be a Thursday afternoon wedding that we have to drive all the way out there and it'd be us paying for our drinks. That's not. That's not true. Let me see what no host is. Well, no I don't know. host wedding. bar. What does that mean? Okay, I'm not the only confused one. A no host bar. Oh, damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a we'll no host bar is a party that's what where fl- the host does not pay for the drinks for the guests. They have to pay for their own drinks. Well, that's what flasks are for. That is what flasks are that's for. That's what God they were designed it. for. That's that what is they were created. Ex- I have about it was s- their purpose. <laughs> they were made for it. <laughs> I do have a few flasks oh, at home. A no host bar is your ally. <laughs> a no host bar is nobody's ally. Keep me from drinking, will you? And come to my wedding, but I will not provide you with beverages. What? We what? Be doing that. No, we shouldn't. Maybe that's how I could hit on girls, though, at the... at the Buy stage. them drinks? Oh, yeah, no. money bags. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> impress uh, them, impress them with your sizable wallet. No. <laughs> that's what you should do. Yeah, all right. That part won't work. <laughs> uh, I'll give them... Offer them sips of my flask. Like, hey, yeah, the little drinks, those drinks are kind of spendy over here. Why don't you come outside with me? I got something for you here in my pocket. We can Don't say I've got something for you here in my pocket. Take a sip off of what I got in my pocket. Oh yeah, that will sound a little wrong. That sounds very wrong. Okay, well, either way, I think this is a good way good way to work it though. I'm going to blame whiskey. I'm just going to bring plenty of whiskey and then offer it to uh, certain special ladies see if they want to go outside with me. And then if they don't be like, "Well, fine, it's your loss." And then they'll it'll be like, "Oh, bam, I had whiskey." That's what I was talking about. What were you thinking about, pervert? And then I'll go on to the next girl and then it'll work out. Do you even have pants? I'm, I was just thinking about the dress code. Do you even have like slacks? Do you have things that aren't jeans? Yes, I have slacks. I have nice clothing that I wear. Oh, I don't believe that. I for don't a wear second. it very often, but I do Fact. have. <laughs> I do have nice clothing. I used to have to dress up in a suit and tie for work. Sure. Granted, this was a long time ago, but I still still used to have to dress up in a suit and tie and have a almost crew cut because of my job. Oh my goodness! It was so. I know how to dress up. I can dress up pretty good. Was it in the nineties? No, it was not in the 90s. Was it in the 2000s? Was it when you had your upper ear piercing and the red-tipped hair? Were you edgy? I did have both of those things at one point, although it wasn't... Oh, one time it was red. It was blue. Oh, blue, God. Blue hair. And an upper ear piercing and a lot of chains and a lot of, a lot of necklaces and a lot of bracelets and rings. 
I had a lot of stuff. It was a lot of work to put on all that stuff. I don't know how I did that every, all, every day. Um, anyway, no, but, uh, but I do know how to dress up. I'll dress up good. The other way that I'm going to work this, okay. that I'm going to impress this. So earlier this summer, my, uh, my, one of my best friends, Nate, got married. Oh, no, I know where you're going with this. And he asked me <laughs> to be the DJ at his wedding, meaning I now have DJ experience. So... Since I am a DJ, I think what I'll probably do... I if don't there's know if anything I know to... about this particular wedding, I know that they won't want their music fucked with. Well, but they may not know exactly what they need I'm pretty the sure party. they know exactly Sarah, what they need. this is my forte. I'm an experienced Greg, wedding DJ at this point. if there is a dress code to be a guest at a wedding, I'm pretty sure they understand what kind of music they want to listen to. If they, wa- if they know what they want you to be wearing at their wedding, they damn well know what kind of music they want to be playing. Well, it's yes. not always for them. So I think what I can do is, it is when I get for there, them. what they need. If they want to go with a little class, I can help that with the class. I think the way we start off the music is first off, I will have to get on the microphone myself and do a little acapella Frank Sinatra, fly me to the moon to try to I hate that song. The, you have made the, me hate that song so much. And I think that'll be a good way to get it um, to get to, to get the party started, if you will. And then it'll be like, hey, this is a fantastic time out here. Stop at the, flailing your T-Rex arms while you're talking about this. At the barn, everybody's looking beautiful tonight. And is I'll that do, your voice? This is gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more of a sultry voice rather than like the strip club type of voice like that I was gonna use at, at Nate's wedding. Okay. So it'll be more, hey everybody, but a bunch of cool cats in here today oh celebrating a little bit of love that's happening with our friends right now. So let's get down, get groovy, and feel the love in the air. And then what song do you play? And then I then I play Fly Me to oh the Moon. God. Let me play among Stop the stars. Stop singing that and then song. I'll play that. And then I'll soothe in. From there, we'll do a little Dean Martin. And then, uh, and then we'll go into, um, oh yeah. boy, this is just Name really another old timey. Come on, Greg, you can do it. Uh, a little. A little, little Billy Holiday? Um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe. You ease into the Billy Holiday a little bit. There's a transition period where you have to, where you, where you bounce around a little bit. And then when you start like springing things up at these kind of classy weddings, start Stop getting snapping. the grooving going. Stop everybody's, snapping. Everybody's tapping their toes a little bit. Then you throw in a little bit of Elvis and just throw them all off. They're like, oh my gosh, this guy's crazy. And then I'll play, uh, you know, a few more rock and roll songs, some Beatles. We won't go into the Rolling Stones. That's a little bit too, too crazy. And then we'll, then we'll soothe it back down and be like, okay, we got her all, got, everybody's got their blood boiling now. Let's, let's take it easy for a little bit. And then you go into the Billy Holiday. Bam. I just planned a wedding. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to get Good luck the with that. Between, between you know what the- I'm going to do? I'm going to blend into the wall. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to hide? Well, I mean, the wedding isn't about you. I just want to, I, I will congratulate everyone. I'm, I'm really excited to see this place. I've never actually been out to this establishment before. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see my sister. I'm excited to play a prank on my sister today. Oh, yes, that will be good. That will be good. I then I hope she doesn't like hold that against me, though, that I'm like conspiring with this thing. I hope that's not something that I'm just going to say it was totally your idea. Um, no, no, that's probably not a good idea because here's the, your sister, I I like her a lot, but I don't know her well enough to where I want to be, you know, messing with her that much because what if she, what if she takes this like really personally? Crap. You're going to get me in trouble and then it's just going to be awkward all day long. Yes. And then her husband's going to get mad at me. Yes. Oh, well, then I better find somebody to stay with at the wedding, because that's apparently where I'm going to be going. Oh, all right. So uh, speaking of you doing things that, uh, I don't know, that you should be condemned for. Um, so a listener actually wrote, 
uh, listener Trudy wrote in. Trudy, hello. Uh, Trudy, hi, Trudy. Uh, about something that we were talking about yesterday, which was your alleged dog singing whispering thing oh, that yeah. you say that you're good at. That's right. So yesterday on the show, I did talk about how I am an animal whisperer, and we did put out the test um, where I I have the ability to sing and attract animals. And so when I sing, I will woo the animals towards me. I'm an animal whisperer. It's pretty amazing. I also think I have the ability to do that over the microphone. And yesterday I demonstrated it by singing a little a little ditty, if you will. And uh, everybody was supposed to test that with their animals to play that while they're, and see if their animal came running towards the speaker and what the reaction was. Generally, it's that the animal becomes uh, very infatuated with the sound. Um, they may be a little bit confused, but generally very, uh, very happy and excited state. So well, let Trudy, me tell you this. Trudy so Trudy, Trudy has two dogs, one of which she said froze in its position, laid down on the ground and froze and wouldn't move. And the other one... <laughs> That's a, that could be a state of excitement no, for that dog. No, it's not. She said it looked, uh, her dog looked panicked and all of a sudden it froze where it was going and it, didn't, it would not move. And the brother of that dog, Ollie, ran out of the room as soon as you started singing. <laughs> And she was going to get a video because, but she said there was no point because the dog just froze in the position until you were done singing. Well, that's because you it was, paralyzed the dog. No, the dog was so infatuated with my voice it wanted to sit there and be like, "I've never heard anything like this before. This is amazing." That's what was going through that dog's head. No, and the other dog was just—it was so excited. It was just like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this! I'm not ready for it." That other dog just wasn't ready for the wooing yet. The other dog was so—you know—it was—it was like it was too much. Had to run around. You're too much. Had to run around. Maybe, maybe it was just confused and thought maybe the voice was coming from outside. I still believe, I stand by my abilities as an animal whisperer. Okay. Okay, well, good. Good, good, good. That's, uh, that's, that's good to know that it worked. Fly me to Stop it. I cannot believe you have made me hate Frank Sinatra. I hate that song. I hate that song. You know what? Every time you sing that, I'm going to start singing safe and sound. Oh, the bees bonnet song? Yeah, I'm going to play all MGMT all the time. Free yourself. You better get a bees bonnet. Pee on it. Bees on it. I hate you so much. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <gasps> Greg, second day in a row. I have a story from my favorite place on earth. Greg, what is this? Where is this first story from? Port St. Lucie? It sure is, Greg, out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. A man contacted the county sheriff's deputy in Port St. Lucie as he was taking out his trash because a 60-year-old man who lived across the street from him started yelling and threatening to kill him. Further, the man said that the neighbor, whose name is John Solomayer, uh, quote, walked into the middle of the street, then took his penis out of his pants with his hand and shook it at him in a very vulgar manner and kept shouting, suck it, according, <laughs> according to the recently released arrest affidavit. Who was he doing this to? He was doing this, so his 60, the man who called the police said his six-year-old neighbor, who lives across the street from him, started yelling and threatening to kill him, uh, after which he unzipped his pants, took out his penis, and with his hand he shook his penis at him in a very vulgar manner, uh, repeatedly shouting, suck it, <laughs> to him. Uh, the man... Uh, said that after he finished waggling his penis, the, the neighbor finished waggling his penis at the man, he walked back into his home. 
Uh, when the police showed up, they got uh, they found John Solomeyer in his home. Who sm- he smelled of booze, had a tough time walking, and slurred his speech. When asked if he had been arguing with his neighbor, Solomeyer said that he had, saying it's an everyday thing. But he uh, vehemently denied showing his penis to his neighbor. He <laughs> said that perhaps his pants may have fallen down when he was standing in the street because they're a bit too big on him. <laughs> been working out, lost some weight. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not my fault. Uh, so John Solomire, uh was arrested on charges including included lewd, including lewd, lascivious behavior and indecent exposure. In uh, have, you, have you seen have this? Have you heard about this? this? Have you heard about this? All right, Greg. All right, I'm going to end it with two stories that I think uh, are two stories that you'd really like. Okay. They're two Greg. They're Greg Nibbler centric stories. This is the best uh, headline. Britney Spears. No, opposite spectrum. Do you think I would really have a chance with Britney Spears now? No. Oh, well, you know, I watched an interview with her yesterday, and she's, like, she's very stunt, like, mentally stunted, so I think that maybe you could. I honestly think if I had enough time hanging out with her, I think it would have to be in the right setting. I think I'd have a shot. Yeah, that's called Stockholm Syndrome. No, no, I'm not saying I would imprison her in my gimp room. I mean, but then, yes, yeah, she would learn to love me eventually. But no, I'm saying if, uh, if, if we were ever in a social setting where I could be around her long enough. That's really creepy that you keep saying that. I think she would learn to, I think she'd learn to appreciate me. I think I might have a chance. I'd be like, hey, I've got some whiskey in my pocket, Britney Spears. She doesn't drink. I saw that from her uh, Well, after she went the crazy. No one's going to know it's fine. And she talks like a, she, has, she baby talks. I don't think you could handle it. I could put up with it for a little while. For a little while? Yeah. Just as long as you get the shtuppin'. Well, I'll, then I'll be the one drinking the whiskey, so I can put up with the baby voice. It's good enough for me. Okay. By the way, I think the creepiest thing you've ever said is, if you gave me enough time with Britney Spears, I think I could make her like me. That's what I think people say before they're thrown in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just saying. I think I'd have a chance. All right, next up. Is my favorite headline that I've read in quite some time. It made me laugh. Are you ready for this? Yes. Headline reads, Musical Psychic Claims to Channel New Songs from Dead Celebrities. Again, what? Musical Psychic Claims to Channel New Songs from Dead Celebrities. An 83-year-old woman named Jennifer Whist- uh, Whisper. Whisper. Jennifer Whisper. Oh, she's the song whisperer, maybe. 83-year-old woman named Jennifer Whisper, who lives in San Diego, claims that she's been telepathically channeling new songs from dead celebrities, like very old dead celebrities, like George Gershwin and Walt Disney since the 1970s. Walt Disney? Walt Disney wasn't a singer, I don't believe. Well, she said that uh, she's been channeling new songs and and perhaps new images and stories. Songs can be (laughs) stories, says 83-year-old Jennifer Whisper. Uh, For instance, Whisper claims that Disney, Walt Disney, that is, once appeared to her with a brand-new cartoon character that he named Buddha Mouse who he told her is the great-grand-uncle of his other creation, Mickey Mouse, and preaches the truth of reincarnation. <laughs> what? Walt Disney came to her in, in her... a dream and said that uh, something they never got to do was create the great-grand-uncle of Mickey Mouse called Buddha Mouse, who preaches the truth of reincarnation. Wow. Yes. What if she's right? I don't know. Jennifer Whisper says that she feels the vibrations coming through her and through the vibrations she can tell who the individual personality is she can tell the difference between if it's Judy Garland Johnny Mercer I don't know who that is George Gershwin she can feel it so when she receives the songs from these dead celebrities she said she's on cloud nine then she finishes them and comes back and polishes oh 
Then she says she puts her own twist on it and it's even better. So ghosts are coming to her, giving her their songs, yet she's changing them up a little bit. Okay, this means... This means I could actually do that. What if I am actually channeling, since I've had such an obsession with Frank Sinatra lately, what if I can channel Frank Sinatra? Oh my gosh, I just read... I could write a song and be like, here's Frank Sinatra's new song. Maybe that's what courage was all along. So not only does she communicate with Walt Disney and other musicians, she also talks to dead celebrities such as Marilyn Monroe. Jennifer Whisper, 83 years old from San Diego, says, and I quote, Marilyn Monroe told me she adopted JonBenet Ramsey after her death. What? Marilyn Monroe said that she adopted JonBenet Ramsey after her death. Wow. I want to start doing this, making these things too. Uh, I'm going to start making these claims. Well, whether Whisper songs or actual compositions from deceased celebrities or not, she still believes they convey a message that people live on after their death, something she admits she's thought about, since she is, after all, 83 years young. She says when that happens, she hopes to finally meet her alleged afterlife collaborators once and for all. She says when she meets them, she's hoping that they'll have a big reunion party for her. You know a song that Elvis never got to make? Called The Tater Tot. It was a new dance that he created. I've got the song. If you want it, you can send me some money right now, and I'll sing it to you. Why don't you do give us one line of the tater tot? Do the tater tot. That's what it was. Elvis, Elvis had a big Wouldn't thing. it be the tater trot? No, tater tot. Tater trot. Come on, that's even better. No, that's not what whoa. Elvis wrote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Elvis gave me the song. It's called Do the Tater Tot. <laughs> All right, Greg. I have two more stories. Story number one. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Britney Spears? No. What if Britney were at the wedding today? Wouldn't that be just, like, amazing? Sure. That would be, like, the greatest thing ever. Like, Again, everyone who's listening ever. live and, con- and is confused that we're live right now. Sorry, yeah, we do have a a wedding yes, in uh, the middle of the day on a Thursday. We're going to be going to a wedding today on Thursday. All right, Greg, story number one for you. Out of London, England. <laughs> don't, don't ever do that impression again. <laughs> we have a number of English <laughs> listeners. Uh, how and do you, you do? And you know. Would you like a tea and compote? All right, Greg, here you go. Didn't you live in London I for a did. few months? I did. How I couldn't did you make ever many get British by? I couldn't make many British friends, though, because every time they'd have a couple beers, I couldn't understand them. There'd be a huge language barrier. Or maybe they couldn't understand you. No, because there were a lot of a lot of Cockney accents that I met. And like they would, they'd have very thick accents, and whenever they'd start to drink, like it'd get very, you know, like how anybody gets a little slurry. Yeah. And then I couldn't understand them. And right. So, it's all them. It was all. It them. was them. <laughs> it was, and I, they were so great, and there I had I was so much they're fun. They're perfectly sober, and these British brutes are just slamming down their pints. It did get and to Sarah the point. Sarah didn't have a drop. No, I'm not saying that I wasn't drinking, but I'm saying I think, well, I mean. You've heard before, and actually learned this when I was studying in England, that the purest form of English, of English speaking, is from the Pacific Northwest. I believe it's from either Washington State or Oregon. Like the purest form of the, of the English language. No, that's entirely the not clearest, true. The clearest, yes. That cannot be true. It is true. That is not I true. I learned it in London when I was going there. <laughs> when I was going in London. It's when English I went to London. because it's from England. No, but the purest form of speech... 
That's what I'm saying. Why, the next English person you meet, why don't you go ahead and tell them that? The least accented. Thank you, Bean. Totally a thing. It's like the purest form of like basic language. But by virtue of that, we have an accent. No, but we have the le- but we have the least accent out of all accents. I don't even think that's true. I think it's true. I've just stated it. It's fact. That is, it is fact. Just not true. The least accented. Booyah. I believe the least accented English speaking peoples would be the English because they, it's their language. No, but we speak English. So what? So we don't speak English because we don't live in England. God, your logic is just... No, we speak it with a Pacific Northwest American accent. But I believe the English probably speak it without the accent. I'm just going to say... I'm saying I had an English teacher who told me that that I had one of the purest, like the most purest forms of the English accent, like, or whatever. Like, I spoke English clearly. I don't know. Whatever. You're demonstrating it well right now. I'm a good talker. There you heard it, English people. There Stop you go. speaking with that accent. Stop speak, speaking with that funny accent. Speak, speak more like Sarah. Speak more like me. All right. Sorry, I got a little off track there. All right, Greg Nog. Out of London, UK. Should I do it in my English accent or not? Yes, by all means. No, I don't want to take away from the story. Greg, two men have been sentenced in a British court for attacking a man while they were dressed as Oompa Loompas. Greg. What? While they were dressed as Oompa Loompas, Greg, two men have been sentenced in British court for attacking a man while they were both dressed as Oompa Loompas. That's terrifying. What happened? All right, so what Louis... What did this man do to deserve I the attack? I will so tell you. Uh, so Louis Jalinas and Matthew Wright, both little people. Greg, they're both little people, dressed as little Oompa Loompas. That's fantastic. Pleaded guilty to what the English call a fray, or to us disturbing the peace. At an earlier hearing in their role in the attack that left a 28-year-old man with cuts and bruises, how terrifying would that be to be attacked by two little people dressed as Oompa Loompas? Don't fuck with little people. Yes. That's the number one rule here that needs to be Mm -hmm. garnered. Well, both of the little people got into the abusive altercation unprovoked by the 28-year-old man. They're still not sure exactly... What made them so upset? He was just walking down the street and two... What made them so orange in the face? (laughs) Well, one of the little people was sentenced to 240 hours of community service, and the second one was sentenced to 10 months in a young offenders institute. How old was he? They're both 20. Wow. I'm just trying to think of what I would do. I'd be simultaneously like... Oh my god, this is awesome. You guys, I love your costumes. And then at the same time, I'd be getting beaten, so that part wouldn't be too, too much fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be like this mix of incredible like excitement and uh, I terror. thought you'd be excited about that. If you had, no, I would be. If you were walking down the street and you knew that you had an oppor- like if you knew walking down a particular like alleyway that you could have the possibility of being jumped by two little people dressed as Oompa Loompas and you'd be okay you'd come out with a couple like bruises and scratches would you do it for the experience yeah if i knew i was going to be okay if you yeah you weren't going to get your eyes gouged yeah, up they, but you would get yeah, bruised up and a little like, bit cut taking a brick and hit me on the head or something yeah. then yeah no but if they got a little scrappy and like kicked you in the shins and maybe like you know clawed at you a little bit you'd do that Basically, you're asking me, would I let two little people beat me up if they were just as Oompa Loompas? <laughs> yes. Um, that's a tough question. 
I don't, I don't think I would, but I might trick someone else to go down there and then watch, as long as I knew they were going to be okay afterwards. But then you'd be jealous that they got, they would have the Oompa Loompa story and no, you wouldn't. No, I don't. <laughs> that's true. That would be a good story. It would be a great story. Dude, I got jumped by two Oompa Loompas. But this is going to get twisted into, I want to get beat up by little people. And that's not really the case. And that's going to turn into, I want to get spanked by little people, which turns into, Greg only watches little people porn. That's not, none of those things are true. (laughs) I'll pass on that. Okay. Okay, and finally, I do have, I said that I had two Greg Nibbler-centric stories. So, Greg. Britney Spears? No, but this one actually is a, it's a story out of Portland, Oregon. Really? And I was kind of wondering if it was about you, because it seems to, it, it kind of seemed a little a little close for comfort. So I wanted to ask you about this. So Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Now, Greg, have you seen one of the new iPhone 5S phones? Uh, no, I talked about them, but I actually, haven't, about them. I actually haven't seen them myself. Okay, Other I was than just videos, one- not, not in person. Okay, because I was just wondering, because this story actually has to do with a digital trends employee, and I know that that's something that you do. So I was wondering if this story was about you. Let me read it to you. Uh, I work for Digital Trends. I know you do, and this is from Portland, Oregon. What is it? So you're on on their site. Let me just say. So an Oregon blogger. It's not about one of my videos, is it? Sure isn't. Did I do something? It might be. I don't know. I don't know all of your videos. I haven't seen all of them. Maybe this was yesterday's that I haven't seen. Uh, So let me tell you this. I host DT Daily on DigitalTrends.com. All right. So tell me if this is part of your story. An Oregon blogger who works for Digital Trends. Who? Is it you? I don't know. Let me finish the sentence. Said that he was able to unlock his iPhone 5S Touch ID system. By placing his penis on the screen. <laughs> really? Greg, is this you? No, that is not me. A digital trends blogger reported that he was me. able to place his <laughs> genitals on the screen and use it in place of a fingerprint for the Touch ID system, right. which can be used on the iPhone S, uh, 5S to unlock the phone and authorize purchases through iTunes. The unnamed <laughs> blogger, Greg Nibbler, wrote... It is not me. It wasn't me. But it's unnamed. I can find out who it was. And not only did I successfully (laughs) register my private part, penis, with relative ease, I was also able to use it to unlock the device. (laughs) And then he says, which kind of led me to believe it might be you, Greg, because he references video. He says, I think you can understand why there isn't a video of this one. (laughs) All right, that is kind of funny, though. I can say from the DT Daily stuff, they've been—it's been a big deal about the new fingerprint scanning ID, and it's also been a big deal about how crappy it is, and it really doesn't work. But apparently, apparently, you can—all <laughs> you have to do is like get your phone and just be like, "Hang on, I need to unlock my phone." Just shove it down your pants, put your balls on it. You're you good know to go. how many people's new iPhones have now been touched by their friends' balls? Oh my god! Like, hey, dude, check this out: stealing somebody's phone and then I just unlocked your phone. Well, guys with their balls and phones, that's always something that you guys are obsessed with anyway. What? Well, I'm sure, because whenever you steal one of your guy friend's pic- phones, what do you do? I take a picture of my crotch and yes, I put you it do. on and make that their background. That's what you do. But not. But it's with my pants on. It's just yeah, a picture of it's my... A, that's just... Every I, guy takes a picture of his dong in the pants or out of the pants. You could be Mine's a Bobby... Mine's always in the pants. I'm not yeah, a, I'm but you, not. Or you could be a Bobby Lee. 
like Todd Armstrong was talking about, and where Todd Armstrong, where Bobby Lee stole Todd's phone yeah. and proceeded to take a shit ton of pictures of his penis. Yes. With his phone. I'm saying every guy's bottom line is wanting to take a picture of some form of their crotch. Well, yeah, I think Nate's backdrop on his phone is still my crotch because he doesn't know how to doesn't know how to get rid of it. Nate never locks his phone ever, so it's and then he leaves it everywhere, so I can always pick it up and know that I can completely mess it up, change up the settings, mm-hmm. put pictures of myself on there, and then um, he won't know how to fix it. It's kind of fun. Well, that's good to take advantage of your friend not knowing how to fix it. Yeah, way to go, buddy. Absolutely. It's right. the best the best way. So all I'm saying is that the unnamed digital trends blogger from Portland, Oregon, who put his penis on an iPhone, might or might not be Greg Nibbler. The world may never know. It and that is me. your world of crazy. All right. Well, I guess we do need yeah. to probably uh, wrap up here pretty soon. But before we do, though, there's there's two things. One, I have another question about the wedding that I need to ask you right now. All right. So um, I'm not an expert. So for I mean, those of you tuning in live, um, we did uh, we started earlier today, and uh, it's because Sarah and I are going to a wedding. It's Thursday, uh, September 26th, and we're going to to an early afternoon wedding. So we didn't realize how early it was. Otherwise, we would have um, we would. And by uh, the way, in case anyone, we, we didn't know. Um, in case you've ever wondered, because I've always been confused, if it's a no-host bar, that means you have to pay for the drinks. Yes. I just found that out, sadly. Yes. And uh, so so it's a Thursday wedding. and But my question is this, and this is something I've never been able to figure out. Okay. And not every wedding does this, and I don't know what the appropriate response is. Okay. So a lot of times after the after the, the couple get married, they say their I do's, you know, and then they walk out first, and then they stand out there outside. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to go through that line. Yeah, I You know, the, the line. line that forms, and you're supposed to shake the groomsman's hand. the line. And then there's the bride, and some people don't just shake her hand. Do uh, Okay, here's, here's my question. Oh, God. Do you shake her hand? Do you hug her? But then there's a lot of people that will give her like a kiss on the cheek. Which one of those am I supposed to do? Because I get really freaked out about the idea of kissing her on the cheek. Because it's like, uh, I don't know. You just got married and you're like a bride and I don't want to kiss you on the cheek. This feels weird. Or are you supposed to do that? You're supposed to grab her breasts. That's, I'm noticing in the live chat that I'm getting plenty of suggestions just to grab her boob. <laughs> uh, well, I think it also depends. Okay, it depends on how well you know the bride. In this circumstance, you, prob- you probably don't know her very well. I don't know her that we, well. We both... Uh, so just... Uh, Backstory, Greg and I are both like, uh, we both are friends of the groom. Yeah. If there was a side that we'd be sitting on, it's the groom, it's the groom side. Yeah, totally. I'd say in the uh, the amount of that you know her, I'd think a handshake. You shake her hand. Tell yeah, her how nice she is. What if everybody looks. else in front of me is like giving her a hug and a kiss on the Who cheek, then I get up there she and probably... then I just like put out my hand? Won't I seem rude? No. What because if she's she probably doesn't want to hug you as much as you don't want to hug her. It's fine. And but she doesn't want you to get her dressed is. dirty. Why are you saying I'm going to be dirty? I'm going to be dressed up nice. Because they're always dirty. <laughs> I'll be dressed up nice? No, between you putting on a nice shirt and it coming time to you for you hugging the bride, you're going to have spilled something on yourself. It's just a fact. I will have my flask with me. So yeah, yes. there's, a, there's a possibility. You I'll will re- already have Also, I'll probably yourself. smell like whiskey. Yes. Um, I don't know though, but if everybody else is doing it, what if I'm in a line like the, the by 15 people in front of me, I'll hug her or give her a kiss on the cheek and then I come up and I just hold up my hand like, oh, good job. Congratulations. Just say it was a lovely ceremony. A lovely ceremony? That's what I'm supposed to say? Yeah. Good job. You married the shit out of that wedding. Yeah, say that, Greg. That'll that'll be awesome. Pitter patter, let's get out of her when you guys having kids. Say something like that. Pitter patter, let's get at her. When are you gonna, guys going to start having kids? Is that a saying? 
It's, it's, it's Did a, you just make that up? It's a saying I just came up with. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. <gasps> Real quick before we do that. Yes, we have some birthdays. Yes, we do. First and foremost, Greg wants to make an apology because he forgot one of his best friend's birthdays. Well, I did not forget. I texted him <laughs> and I, I, I wrote him. Mm-hmm. Well, the Facebook page thing doesn't count. Yep. Um, but I did forget to do this on the show. And we need to say happy birthday to a magnanimous man who's not only the drummer for Courage, a.k.a. Murky Bongwater, not only the owner of McKay oh, Used Books God. in Manassas, Virginia. Yeah. But also just a straight up awesome dude. It's Stonebrook's birthday. Stone. Yesterday. <laughs> Stone's Yesterday. Birthday. Yesterday. Happy birthday, Stone. Yes, happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. Also, and finally, we would like to wish a very happy birthday to Miss Vicky Dunn. Yeah. It is her birthday today. I believe she's in Vegas. Oh yeah. Um, well, awesome. Go win big, lady. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday, Vicky. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Baroodoo. All right. Well, yes, we do need to wrap up because we do <sighs> yes. have to get ready to go out there to the Thursday wedding. <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this show. Uh, we could be in trouble. We might, we might get in well, trouble. Well, he knows. I mean, my sister has to take two days off of work to be able to go to this. I mean, it's... Honestly, everybody knows that Thursday... You know it when you're booking it. It's an inconvenient wedding. Like, I'm going because I love it and I love them and I want to go to the wedding. But it's it's clearly an inconvenient day. Not as inconvenient as Wednesday. Less convenient than Friday. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thanks for leaving me out there by myself, Greg. <laughs> Fuck you. I just let you say it all and hang yourself and I get away scot-free. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503. Greg's saying the same thing when he's not on microphone. <laughs> Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. We so appreciate you guys listening to the show. And if you are listening live, yeah, apologize. apologies for the earlier start. We didn't realize how early the wedding was. Um, but we'll have the podcast up very soon for you. And if you're listening via podcast, well, then you're Good, good to go right there. Good to go. Um, don't forget to go to Next Adventure this weekend. Next Adventure right here in Portland, Oregon. One of our fine sponsors. Seriously, ser- I, I really honestly we're, mean this. The place is fantastic. Yeah, and we're super I stoked love- to have them on board. Like, Greg was giddy with excitement because he has been a fan of theirs for years. Now they're partnering up with us, and they're going to yeah. have this all this weekend. So if you want to go there, take advantage of their awesome sales. It's going to yeah, be awesome. I, I love that store. Yeah. I, can, I could spend hours walking around that place. Um, so, yeah, take advantage of their, of their sale that's going on this weekend. And... Just be awesome. John says, Greg, be sure to tell the bride that her dress is see-through when the sun shines behind it. (laughs) That sounds exactly like something you would say. Hey, uh, just a heads up there. (laughs) Oh, wow. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Appointment Radio. Talk up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.